0: Do you ever feel like you're being hit over the head with something time and again and you just keep ignoring it because it's not how you planned to attack that particular area of your life or it feels too difficult or maybe too unconventional or too crazy? I feel like that's been my life for like the last three or four months and I've been having all these wild signs and lessons and messages directly under my nose so much so that I couldn't ignore it anymore. But it didn't mean that it felt natural. It didn't mean that I saw those signs and I was like, oh, this is it. This is exactly what I want to do. It's been kind of an unearthing and a, an uprooting and a painful evolution. So today I'm sharing something that I never could have imagined sharing. I am taking a sabbatical. But it's not what you think. I'm not falling off the face of the earth. This is not a vacation. And this is something that you're going to want to hear more about. So, if you're curious about what it, you know, what this sabbatical is, how I intend to do it, why, or if it sounds either dreamy or absolute lunacy to you, this is the episode for you. Pull up a seat to the table. You are listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. After working with countless entrepreneurs, I've noticed a theme. No matter the level of success achieved, they get to this place where they're asking, now what? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact. You want to do work that means something, and you want to be known for it, too somewhere along the way, it wasn't just about growing a business anymore. It became time to build your legacy. Plus, building the dream at the expense of everything else that matters, family, freedom, joy, is no dream at all. The Luminary Leadership Podcast is where industry leaders come to break through to their next level of achievement, purpose, and impact. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and I'm here to raise up this generation of leaders, us, so we can do our part in raising up the next generation of little luminaries. Get ready as we break down all things entrepreneurial leadership in a way that isn't being talked about. We both know you don't just need another strategy. It's time for your breakthrough. Whenever I come to the close of pregnancy, which I'm getting there right now, my version of nesting is getting everything done in my business. I naturally ramp it up. I start creating new things. My very first podcast was launched in the final month of my pregnancy. I get into just mega action mode. I batch my work. I get ahead and I plan for what it's going to look like after baby comes. So when I naturally started leaning into that tendency and life started pushing back, I was kind of confused. This is my MO. Why am I feeling some resistance around doing it this way? And little by little, I feel like God started to place the right people and messages into my path to open my heart to considering another avenue forward outside of the frantic action and getting ahead and that feeling of productivity that I was leaning into in my past three pregnancies. So if you followed along for a while, you know my thoughts on taking frantic action already. When everything starts to pile up and you get overwhelmed, the tendency is to lean into productivity in the hopes of getting more done more quickly, right? And that's a missed opportunity oftentimes to instead slow down, to get clear, so you can ultimately speed up the right way. That's what I preach, but admittedly, it's not always what I practice, especially at eight months pregnant, when I see my encroaching due date fast approaching. So there's a form of leadership that operates a little differently. It's a kind of leadership that allows you to get into that flyover zone of your business and your life more often, ensuring that it actually all aligns. Instead of productivity for productivity's sake, it's actually intentional and it's driving you towards the long-term vision. It was really interesting coming out of our most recent retreat that we hosted for our high-level business mastermind, our incubator. These are all very successful entrepreneurs and business owners, And there was a common thread between all of them. Everyone is here, right? Like in some place, but wants to be there. Each one of them had their own version of this where they were identifying, okay, this is where I'm at right now, but this is where I ultimately wanna go or feel called to go or what I'm craving or what I'm looking towards or whatever. And the realization across the board was what got them here Won't get them there. And what stands between them and what they're really wanting or what they're really trying to get to or their vision is this gauntlet of fire that they have to walk through that they don't really want to walk through because it's hard or it goes against how they naturally operate. But each and every member was facing their own gauntlet that was requiring them to operate and believe and see things differently. There had to be an evolution to access that thing they wanted. That's why so few people ever really break through to their full potential because it's so damn uncomfortable. It's so not aligned with how they've always done it. But that is kind of the point. What got you here won't get you there. So you, it's not just the strategies and the tactics, although that's a part of it, it's you, the version of you that successfully brought you to where you stand right now, let's say in your business, is not really the version of you that's gonna break through to that 10X level of possibility for you. I'm not talking like a little bit of incremental improvement. Each member at that event can easily bring in more profit or more clients or whatever, like more and better, by making some simple strategic changes. They're all very capable and smart. I'm not talking about simple little changes. I'm talking about epic growth based on a vision or a calling. So let me give you a kind of broken down example. A lot of you are trying to grow your brand and trying to access more visibility for your business. You want more leads and more qualified leads and more clients so you can ultimately make more money and many are trying to do that through social media as a tool. So what would be the natural inclination in order to do that? Well, you create more. You get on social more and you take more action. That is where you stand today on the early side of your gauntlet, your current gauntlet. If I'm, you know, using this example. But part of leadership is seeing the path forward. Is being able to see ahead. It's understanding the vision and the plan, and making sure they actually align, which they often don't. And if you're being totally honest with yourself, are you losing time on social media? Is social media really moving the needle? Is it sustainable, or is it a hamster wheel that needs you to just keep producing? And is it a smart and secure way of building your business, or is it something you don't fully control? Like a few of my clients who have had their accounts shut down with no explanation and then been left up. Ishes creek without a paddle, as they say. So what is the answer? Okay, you need it, right? You need social media. This is where your leads are coming from right now. And this can apply to a lot of things. I'm using social media as the example. What I would ask as you face this particular gauntlet is what options have you not yet put on the table that maybe you can't even see yet from your vantage point because you're in the weeds that would ultimately take you out of needing to be frantically creating on an app and into a more sustainable growth model in your business and what would be required of you to identify that? Meaning, if you're over here on this side of the gauntlet, you drop the pen. this is where you are, this is your reality, but you wanna be in freedom and possibility, but your strategy to get there is to keep frantically creating and hoping that someday it gets you somewhere different, do you see the lack of congruence there? Do you see that maybe there should be some options put on the table that can facilitate a level of 10x growth and possibility that's not going to be accessed by doing the same thing over and over and over again? So I'm going to go a little deeper with my own example. I've been on that same hamster wheel. I know the pressure of posting or sharing or feeling like it's moving the dial. But when I think down the road of our company and really of our life as a family, I know and teach that I don't want a business that has to operate like that. So we started talking about what it could look like to do it differently, even though that was really uncomfortable because we have habits and systems and processes that have us leaning into this continually. That's step one, allowing yourself the space to talk about or even see other options because it's easy to convince yourself that you have to do it one particular way or you've always done it one way or another. And when it became really clear to us as a team that this was not a sustainable or a smart approach to business, we started to look into other options. We asked more questions. We looked at other businesses and business owners that were on the other side of the gauntlet we were facing and said, okay, what did they do differently? What have they walked through in that evolutionary process that we haven't had the courage to walk through yet? And it started to come into clarity for us on one side of our gauntlet where we could easily stay for decades to come. And I think that's the important thing to note. It's new level, new devil. You do have to walk through the tough stuff, but a lot of people choose not to and find the easier strategies that keep them pretty much in maintenance mode on this side of the gauntlet. We were doing things the way we had always done them. Keep on creating, keep hoping it takes off, keep batching and getting ahead, but still have to do all the creation and the funnels and the processes and hoping that maybe some of the burden will be alleviated someday, but still being stuck in that mode like most businesses are. And on the other side of that gauntlet was freedom, space, time, systems that worked for us, more leads and more income with more ease, no reliance on social media to grow a more stable business model. So why was it that we were convincing ourselves that we could get there by still doing the same old crap. And that's where most of us go wrong. Just keep going and eventually we'll get there, compound effect, it'll kick in. But we're on a completely different route that's leading us elsewhere to an undesired destination and we don't even see it. So what was in the gauntlet for us that often seems counterintuitive to the immediate need of more clients or more results? Well, for us in that gauntlet, in this particular example, was space and margin and a new plan, a 10x plan, a break, a breather, a chance to be creative and innovative, learning new ways of doing things, talking to other leaders on the other side of the gauntlet who have done it differently already. Now, I want you to be able to apply this example to anything you're facing. It's not exclusive in any way to social media. That's just I'm just trying to make it concrete for you. This could be a money block, right? You could be on this side of the gauntlet making $250,000 a year, and you want to be on this side of the gauntlet making $10 million a year. What you did to make $250,000 a year is not going to be the same crap you do to make the $10 million or to make the $2 million or whatever. So I'm asking you, what your gaunt- like, what's in your gauntlet? Identify where you are today. Identify where you really, 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 really want to go. Like let your mind go wild and then wake the F up. Like shake yourself a little bit and be like, whoa, am I actually doing what's required to get there? Am I actually who I need to be to get there? Or am I doing the things that are actually playing defense and keeping me stuck and maintaining what already is feeling like I'm working so hard and going somewhere when I'm not? So for me in that gauntlet, in that example, I am being called to a sabbatical to become the next level leader that I need to be to carry this really hefty mission forward. And even though my days are currently full of work, this sabbatical would force me out of that work and into that flyover zone in order to truly map out and cast vision and create a plan for what's next. And that was so scary to me. The idea of slowing or stopping all the busy made me immediately assume I'm going to fall behind. But fall behind on what? A mediocre version of my vision that I was trying to preserve instead of having the courage to explore what's really meant for me? That's the thing. Sometimes we're trying to preserve something not even worth preserving when what we really want is just a few shifts away. So I'm going to give you some insight into what goes into this sabbatical because you're still going to hear from us on the podcast. You're still going to hear from us on our email list. But we're doing things very strategically and in a very visionary leader kind of way. So in December, I'm totally off social media. That is part of my sabbatical. And despite the fact that at first it felt like I was making a reckless move, it totally dawned on me that this was this was the move. This was the missing link. That not choosing this was what was holding me back from having space to take us into the next level. By choosing to stay on that hamster wheel, but convincing myself that I'm being productive and that was what was holding us back. We lose so much time doing the things that are maintaining what is instead of pursuing the things that we really are being called to. But we often can't see or discern that from the weeds of the day to day. And this entire sabbatical concept is mirroring that example exactly. This is not vacation for me. This is a leadership opportunity. This isn't just a few months off. This is exactly what's required to break through that gauntlet that we're currently facing as a company that I'm personally facing as a leader. What we want is really clear. And what we've been doing is not what's going to allow us to access it. So we have to change course. We're exploring other options. We're asking questions and making tough decisions that feel really scary and really risky only to realize that they're actually the key to the successes we we really want. They're not choices to slow down for slowing down's sake, although there can be value in that too depending on what whatever you're facing. They're the choices that unlock the potential. So my sabbatical is birthed from the realization that for over 10 years I've been pushing, building in time and learning the power of visionary leader work, but now facing that gauntlet of realizing that it's time to go all in on it. And truthfully, I needed to be shoved lovingly over that edge because my mind has gone to every reason why this is riskier than it is good. My mind keeps going to productivity over possibility. I'm actively, consciously detoxing my old ways to become who I need to be to carry us to the other side. But I've had help. And I'd like to share about that because my guess is you don't realize that you've had some gentle nudges too, that maybe like me, you disregarded as crazy or unhelpful or not for you. So over these last few months, I feel like not every day that would be dramatic, but definitely every week and multiple times a week, the right people, messages, mistakes, opportunities have been placed in my path to help me see that this is the answer. And because I was so resistant to it, I'm not the type to do something like this, and it's not my personality type at all. I'm a three on the Enneagram, so you do the math. Every time one of these signs would kind of come into my path, I would just blow it off. I'd be like, oh, that's not for me, or that's not how we're going to do it, or we're going to strategize our way through this, or we're going to work harder, smarter, whatever. I convinced myself. I want to share some of the things that have come into play. So. The first thing, people, that came into my life, one of my dear friends, Monica, she's been one of my closest friends for years now, she and her husband, who we talk to as friends all the time, recently came into our lives sharing they felt called to work alongside Michael and I and help us essentially 10x things but to do it in a way that was very much in alignment with long-term growth, residual and passive income, way more freedom of time. That was something God placed on their hearts. So we started working with them and we were having a conversation one day where Jeff said to me, the husband, you need to take a pause. You need to take a step back so that you can take a thousand steps forward. And my response was, I just want to take, steps forward? Why do I have to take the step back? Because it was so, it almost felt like defeat when he said that to me. So that conversation happened. And he started presenting me with what it could look like over a month or two of taking this sabbatical and giving myself the space to create and innovate and see things differently and develop myself and get out of the weeds for a while so that we can have a long-term plan. And this is how This is how much growth opportunity there is for me as a leader, even though I teach leadership. My reaction to that was I was balking at it so bad because in my mind, two months felt like an eternity. How juvenile is that to think that, oh my gosh, if I do this for two months, what will happen? How will I fall behind? Will I become insignificant? Like, what will my team think? What will happen to us? When in reality, Two months is a flash in the pan when you're building something for a lifetime. So first that happened. Then our nanny, who we love, who we love, 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 who has been alongside us as we homeschool our kids and we work from home. She's just been like another parent in the house that has allowed it to be more fluid to be together as a family, but still have some help because I do things like this, where if my three-year-old were on my lap, you guys would hear quite the background noise. She told us that she was being called into another career path and would be leaving. And Michael, my husband, and I were devastated. We were devastated for our kids. We were devastated for us. We were devastated for just life. Like, oh my gosh, we're having a baby. This is all happening. The same time, we're trying to ramp things up for our business and all of this. And we both... After we got out of the fetal position over it, both had this overwhelming calm of, oh, this is what we're being called to. We're being called into a season of family and presence and figuring it out and breaking the rigidity of 40-hour work weeks and structure and all of that and stepping into living what we preach and, and just allowing God to show the path as we take the step. So then that happened. Obviously, this is also all happening as we are soon welcoming a baby in a few months. And then on the podcast, we got guests on, the, because we had the tech series, we had guests coming onto the podcast. And the first guest we had on, Shanna Skidmore, who has become my new bestie. I love Shanna and we're collaborating a lot and working together as accountability partners. But Shanna years ago was called to, one, get totally off of social media, and she's been off since 2017 and is growing a successful business. And two, she was called to shut her entire business down at one point a few years ago. She's back in business now. And that space allowed her to take a leap into stratospheric levels of success that she couldn't have accessed had she just kept going the way she was going. So I had this like bumping around in my head, like, how did she do that? And what did that look like? And was that scary? And what did her team think? And how did she survive financially? And like all these different things were going in my head. Then we had Abby on the podcast not too long ago, where she shared about taking a sabbatical. And this idea, I've heard of like professors taking sabbaticals for research. Like it just... It's not really a thing in, and I'm not talking about a maternity leave. I'm talking about a sabbatical. It's very purposeful. It's not a vacation. It's not a maternity leave. It is a leadership move. And then my team member, Emily, who I adore, she reached out to me and, you know, she, she often is getting me on podcasts or receiving pitches and things like that. And she manages my calendar And she's like, Liz, I just, I don't know what it is, but I feel God telling me to really protect your time. Um, That going into December and January, that you really shouldn't be taking calls and you shouldn't be taking interviews. Like even if it could move the needle right now, that's not the long-term play. And I just had to share that with you because every time a pitch comes in or every time we send one, it just something in my soul feels off with this. So I had all these things hitting me. And then the cherry on top was my mom saying, it's time for you to slow down. It's time for you to slow down and just be in this season with your family and allow the creativity to come to you. Stop trying to manufacture it. So all these things were placed in my path over a few months, over and over too. It wasn't just like, a, oh, I had this podcast interview and the thought crossed my mind. It just kept showing up. So I want to share a little bit about what this sabbatical could look like for me and also where I can anticipate my struggle with it. My nature already is to plan it out in detail. I'm like, okay, so Mondays between these hours, my sabbatical is going to look like this. What will my morning routine be? And when will I do my whiteboarding sessions for creativity? And what's our homeschool calendar? And what will I create specifically? And what offers? And what are the deadlines? And how will I incorporate my team? And where? that's where my mind is being pulled. And I can already tell, I wrote in my journal last night, like, I need to detox this. Like, this is not how this sabbatical is intended to go. But my gauntlet is challenging me to break of that and to really use this time to access my next level of potential as a leader, because I know what is up ahead for us on the other side of the crazy is bigger than what I can carry as who I am today, as how I'm operating today. Just hard or harder work is not going to get us there. That's only carried us so far. So some of the things that are being alleviated, my team is so supportive and protecting me through this and holding me accountable to this. No new calls or new client connections are happening during this time. No podcast interviews, uh, no other interviews, no email, no social media, no Slack, no scheduled commitments aside from my incubator because that goes through into the spring, but um, we have that very streamlined. We're actually going up to our cabin too, to be in an inspirational place out of our home because the other thing that I could see myself doing is like, okay, I'm not going to work, but I'm going to clean my whole house and I'm going to reorganize and I'm going to purge everything and I'm going to get everything ready, like do all the laundry and just make my refrigerator really nice and cook all the meals. Like I could see myself replacing one drug with another and that wasn't good either. So I'm like, how can we get out of this environment to set us up for an intentional few months? And we're giving ourselves the space to see what Comes and to dream and to create a new vision that goes beyond what I can even see at this point today. And time with family without an agenda and just reconnection and slower mornings and opportunities to have a day of rest, because that can be really powerful too. It's like I was texting with Caitlin on my team who's going to join me in this sabbatical for the month of December. She's our creative director and she's she does a lot of the same type of stuff as me. So it's gonna be really powerful for her too. And I said to her, I'm like, now reading and writing and journaling and whiteboarding and learning are no longer a luxury that I try to squeeze between obligations, but a focus, it's a necessity, it's purposeful, it's part of this whole process and coming out of these few months connected and clear and focused. So two months scared me, whereas of now, after digesting this for a while, I wonder if it's even going to be enough. You know, I know my offers are going to be better and stronger because I do this. My marketing is going to be more clear and effective. My team will be more well-oiled and empowered and clear. My family is going to be more connected. My nervous system is going to be ready for what's next. What we never really needed will be identified and stripped away during this time. So, Although I know there's a lot that will come that I can't anticipate right now, and I'm embracing that, my goal is to share that with you to my email list. So if you'd like to follow along and see how it's going, see if I end up in the loony bin, make sure you go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash insider, because that's where you can get kind of the, the behind the scenes of everything. That's where our insiders are. So head there. And my heart is for this, you know, I, my brain is not, I will admit that, but my heart is. And my heart is also for helping you figure out what is your gauntlet. Maybe, you know, it might not be a sabbatical. It could be something very different. It could be a way of thinking. It could be humbling yourself. It could be bringing in the help you need. You know, it could could be something to do with your health. Like there's so many different gauntlets we walk through individually. I just wanted to give you some concrete examples. So you had an idea, but I am embracing this. I'm going for it. I have a ton of support. And this is a new season that will walk us into a season we couldn't have otherwise accessed had I not been willing to step into this. So I thank you in advance for this support. And although I might be quiet on social media in that time period, I will certainly be staying connected via my email list. So go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash insider. And I look forward to chatting with you there. Oh, and I should also note the podcast is not going away. There will still be episodes every week. We've been very diligent about getting ahead. We have some awesome stuff upcoming that you won't want to miss. So make sure to keep tuning in and feel free to share it. You can tag me if you want, but I probably won't see it for a little bit. (laughs) And I look forward to coming back Uh, better and stronger to serve you in a whole new way as the leader I'm called to be and to help you become the leader you're called to be. All right. Thanks so much. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.